BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Basement Binge. It's been... Uh, quick minute since we've done this. Uh, this week is a special one. We're going to be talking about Rise of Skywalker that was just released in theaters, although we're a little late to the party. But anyway, I'm Harrison. I'm Kelton. And I'm Cade. And uh, yeah, let's get kind of started into this thing here. We'll just give you kind of a little breakdown of what we're planning to do here, a little different than our traditional podcast. We'll just kind of talk about Rise of Skywalker and our thoughts about it. Um, Spoiler-free, keeping away as many spoilers as we can. Give ourselves a ranking um, of it using our personal rating scale of Pick Your Poison. Um, then we'll drop that spoiler wall, get into talking about it a little bit more. Um, and, of course, always end with Fall In like we do. Uh, so, yeah, spoilers, spoiler-free thoughts about the movie. So I had the opportunity to go see it twice in theaters. I know Kate saw it twice. Yeah, you? I've seen it twice. We I was, went and I was saw it together you. the second yeah. time. Kellen, did you just see it once or twice? Just once. Just once, okay. So maybe first, maybe just kind of to start the conversation, we'll, we'll start with Pick Your Poison. Just sw- switch it up a little bit. So starting with our Pick Your Poison, and to anyone who's new here, first off, thank you for listening. Um, but also Pick Your Poison is our personal rating scale here at the Basement Bench. Um, at the bottom of that scale is to never watch again obvious um right above that is to um watch the movie if it were ever on a streaming service that you're already subscribed to or like a free streaming service or something if it was on there and you were needing something to watch you would watch it again above that is renting the movie where you would willingly pay you know a few bucks to watch the movie a second time and then the top of the list is buy the movie which is supporting the studio full send on it buying it watching rewatching as many times as you want whenever you want uh, spending the most money on it, uh, and that's our ranking, uh, our, our pick or poison. Then we'll kind of do a little bit of ranking in the Star Wars movies. Um, so yeah, pick or poison. My personal poison that I would pick with this movie, uh, an easily pick, is going to be buy the movie. All right. So for a lot, for a lot of reasons, one because it's a Star Wars movie and I collect movies, so kind of just natural. I generally buy movies a lot, so my. Uh, 
ranking is a little skewed, but also just because genuinely I really, really enjoyed the movie, especially um, on the second time watching it. I enjoyed it way more the second time than I did the first time. Um, so I imagine that that will come more and more. The more you're able to watch it, the more I'll enjoy it. Um, you know, having an understanding of what it is and how I watch the movie, so to speak, will make it more enjoyable each time I watch it instead of having to go unprepared for what it was that I would be viewing, if that makes sense. So I'll buy it. I know I will. Uh, that's cool. All right, my turn. Um, this is a no-brainer big buy for me. Like I really enjoyed this movie and oh, for a lot yeah. of different reasons because... Oh, this is hard not to get into spoilers. The way you looked at me, though, when I said buy it, I thought that you didn't like oh. it. <laughs> so that surprised me. No, I I remember telling Kay, like, walking out of the theater, I think this might this movie might have made my top ten list. Of all time? Of all time. Wow. And it's, I was so it's surprised hard. when I heard that. I was you like, know, I've really? Heard, I've heard a lot of people, like, kind of give me backlash for that. Because, like... I feel like any movie or most movies, if you look for things that are wrong or off, like you'll find them. Um, yeah. And and in this movie, there are things like that. But first time watching it, you know, the the pure like perspective, innocent. I didn't know anything going in. Um, like it had been a while since I'd seen like The Last Jedi and like um, Force Awakens, so I didn't like remember a whole lot of things. So it was just kind of just like, oh, okay, yeah, it's like, see how good this movie was. I absolutely loved it. Like, I, I feel like I'm a guy where I could get like hyped up super easy, and this movie got me so hyped at certain parts where I'm like, kind of like screaming in my chair and like I can't breathe, kind of yeah. thing. Like, it got so intense and just so cool, so much fun to watch. So, I'll, I would definitely buy this movie just because it. Just, I had so much fun watching yeah. it. It's there's just fun, and there's so many cool scenes, and just, it just really, I I thought it capped off well the, um, this latest Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, to kind of give a comment to that, that before Kay gets into it, I thought, just personal opinion, that um, Revenge of the Sith, Episode 3, is the perfect, complete conclusion to what you want to call the Skywalker Saga. I've always felt that the sequel trilogy, as much as I love them, I'm a huge supporter of them, I don't think it really fits in the Silent Walker, Skywalker saga. I feel like episodes one through six are, you know, a complete book, and then episodes seven through nine is just kind of like this epilogue that is just kind of like, all right, we got this story, what is the world like after this story? It doesn't really seem like it fits. So anyway, in my opinion, I feel like episode three is the perfect conclusion to the Skywalker saga, but this movie is a great conclusion to the sequel trilogy. Yeah, it really wraps up well. The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi kind of like in a little present. So it's like you could, it's not like the perfect ending, but you could cause it. Okay, all right, that's that's a good way to like kind of wrap things up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I have a lot more to say, but we'll let Yeah. Before I get into this, I want to say like, I've, we watched this opening like the day after it came out, right? I, think it was, I watched it opening night. You watched it opening night. Ours is near the States. Yeah. So it's, it's been a while since like us watching it and now us talking about it and I've held these things I've actually typed up a couple of things on my phone if I want to talk about so this is a huge this is a huge episode but I say I want to buy this because it's Star Wars I mean <laughs> Star Wars. I mean guys come on it's that's Star Wars that's period. tweet podcast episode say what you will it's it's Star Wars it's Star Wars is a movie that's spent over 42 years 
and how big of a fan base does it have it's huge and so my parents have bought all like one through six and i'm sure we'll buy one through you know one through every single movie that's out there of star wars including this latest one and so to me like it because because it is star wars as i will buy star wars because i love the story of it like ever since rise of skywalker i've watched probably up to arguably 30 videos on youtube about star wars and speculation and hate videos and love videos about the movie and the whole thing and like other side stories and stuff like that because i love i've just so captivated this movie got me got my nerd on for star wars you could say it was i agree with what Kellen said it was a really really fun movie to just enjoy like it was it, the whole time i'm like i, I want to be careful here because i don't want to hurt anyone's feelings like the last jedi i really really love the last jedi it's up there one of my favorites and i know a lot of star wars fan hate the last jedi so that's kind of besides the point but there was things about the last jedi that were hard to me hard for me to enjoy as a whole package i really enjoyed it but certain segments bothered me those segments no longer bother me after the rise of skywalker does that make sense? Yeah. Like the Rise of Skywalker completed those things from The Last Jedi in such a way that makes me enjoy it more. Makes me enjoy the whole tr- sequel trilogy a lot more. Yeah, I'd say that with this movie, though, it is important that you do watch The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. Yeah. Because it definitely shows a, like the relationship between Rey and Kylo Ren. It really plays off of like everything you know from the last couple movies. Yeah, it's- and definitely like in terms of like the Sith and who the bad guy is and like how that all works. It explains. I just think the reason why I think this movie does such a good job of like finishing the trilogy is because it explains so much mm-hmm. from the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. Like, um, it dives into a lot of different things of like the past Siths, like Snoke. Um, and then like who Ray is and I just think it does a really good job of just tying it all together well like I said earlier so if you do want to watch this like I would recommend going and seeing you know the, not you don't have to watch all six if you haven't seen the first stars which is like kind of weird if you haven't but like yeah. at least watch The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi before you go see this yeah I think Star Wars just I don't know if this is the right time to talk about this I've had a lot of thoughts about star wars in general for a long time because like especially like financially so this is the conclusion to the longest lasting franchise and one of the most beloved franchises in all of hollywood like everyone knows what star wars is everyone loves at least one of the star wars movies you know what i mean and uh the movie has yet to cross a billion dollars and like not that that's needed but like you would think that the movie of this standing would easily already be over a billion dollars and be on its way to two billion two billion dollars you would expect this to be similar to endgame if not surpass it um it's not even close and i feel like it's just because so many fans no longer like star wars which is sad to me and i've been wanting this is something i've been wanting to say and think about for a long time i would like personally want to apologize to everyone who feels like star wars is ruined for them although i disagree with you you feel that disney you call disney wars whatever you want to call it you feel that disney or whoever is responsible has ruined Star Wars. And I'm sorry, first off, because you're missing out on a whole ton of fun. But second, that is an awful feeling to feel like something so important and so much a part of you is being ruined. 
whether I disagree with you or not, you feel that way and that's totally fine. Like you can feel your own way. That's got to be a major bummer to feel that way. I'm genuinely sorry that you feel like someone else has ruined this beloved thing that you love. But it's really interesting to see like how toxic and divisive the Star Wars fan base is. Oh like it's, it is, it's, I'm, it's and really it's, and it's not, it's not just like one way. It's not just like the haters of Star Wars and the lovers of Star Wars is like the toxicity goes both ways. Like it's everywhere. And it's like, People who love the Star Wars hating on people who hate it. People who hate Star Wars hating on people who love it. It's like, can't we all just like say like, I like it, you don't. Let's be friends. Like, I'm sorry that you don't like it. I'm sorry that you feel it's being ruined. Genuinely, that's a bummer feeling. But I like it. Like, I totally agree. Yeah. it's so weird to me. Like how, like I'm on Reddit a lot, and like I remember right after Rise of Skywalker, I was like, I love this movie. Like, <laughs> it's so good. And I went on Reddit like expecting other people to feel the same, and. And some people did and some people didn't. And it was really interesting to me that, that the people who didn't, like, how upset about it they were, were like, it's so different than, like, any other movie. Like, I liked it, I didn't like it conversation I have about a movie when it's I like, I don't like when it comes to Star Wars. It's like a civil war almost. It's yeah. so weird. I was on Twitter and it was kind of the same thing where there's there's actually a few people that were very vocal about how much they love the movie. But the people that, like, hated it on the movie... Just the Star Wars in general, like this, this latest trilogy was, they had so much, to, so much, so much negativity to say about it, and that they, they'd want to get in an argument rather than say, like, I just don't like it or I didn't like it. It's so interesting because so one of the very, very many videos that I watched on YouTube was there was a video of this guy who just ripped into The Last Jedi and everything wrong about it. And it's like, I so hated it. I don't know why. <laughs> and like, it, maybe it's because um, the, the director, Ryan Johnson, was just so. He wanted to kind of so throw a curveball into it all and stuff. That he wasn't a classic fan. He was kind of different. He wanted to push into a different direction. But it was int- just the way this whole trilogy went down was so. It's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah, it's it's weird to be a part of. Like, yeah. because I mean, like the the experience when, I, for example, I went to go see Endgame, way different with this one and you would think that they would be the same they're very similar in kind of how they're a bookend for both of the sagas but it's it's so weird how different it is but i'm going to continue to enjoy it nonetheless yeah. if people don't it's, it's really interesting though um i will say if you are not a fan of the sequel trilogy you will not like this one you you won't if you're one of those people that's just like even if you have an open mind, you're like, oh, you know, I haven't liked The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens. I'll go give Rise of Skywalker. And like, you have an open mind, probably just understanding the type of Star Wars, so to speak, that you like, you probably won't enjoy this movie. But uh, the type of Star Wars that I like and this type of Star Wars I had been longing to see was finally fulfilled in this movie. Yes. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever played the Force Unleashed games. Oh, yeah, we played it. The Force was like ridiculously powerful in that game like you could pick up a block electrocute it and then send it flying across the room while you're chugging your lightsaber and force choking somebody and then <laughs> force throwing them with your foot if you want like all at the same time or like if you, you can push the buttons like fast you pull down a whole freaking star destroyer with the force yeah like there of course in the force unleashed it kind of got a little excessive but it was fun but like that that yeah it's there's a great gameplay but i don't know if that necessarily makes a great movie and talking to people at work they say like the force has almost become like a superpower like especially in the original trilogy it was kind of this spiritual like mystic force that was naturally incurring in life that you just kind of tried to bring your life into balance with 
you try to be in line with, and, and it would give you bigger in, it would give you bigger insights, and of course the ability to lift X wings out of the mud and stuff like that, like <laughs> kind of like sideboards. Yeah, yeah. So like it, it was very kind of mystic and spiritual, and then in the sequel trilogies, it's become just like a superpower almost, which I enjoy seeing. Like I have nothing wrong with the original trilogy, but even now when I watch, I'm like, man, I kind of wish that the force was a little bit stronger because in my head, as a, as how I imagine it, you fight with the force the way that they fought in the with the force in the rise of skywalker and i remember during a lot of the fights it was like finally they're using the force like like i know that they're using the force before but like in the way that i when i had lightsaber fights with my brother the way that we always used the force it was finally on screen and it was very enjoyable and it and in a way it was just fun it was just like i'm loving this it it isn't some super mystic revelatory sci-fi movie it's just fun to see star wars I think for me, like, I totally agree with you, Harrison, because I grew up with, like, the prequel trilogy. Uh-huh. Like, you yeah. know... You were kids when that was coming Yeah, out. and so that's, like, my Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And another thing with me is, like, I I can't watch old movies. Like, if they're, like, it's just, it's bad CGI or, like, black and white. I know this is... I've... And to be fair, I've watched some really cool, like, black and white movies. But to me, like, when I see something like that, it's kind of like a natural turnoff. I'm just like, oh, like, it's an old movie, which is probably a terrible way of thinking. But for me, because of that way, I'm not a huge fan of the original Star Wars, you know, A New Hope, Emperor Strikes Back, you know, like, all that stuff. Because it just felt like it was slow. It wasn't a lot of action to me. And I think the main key of, like, Star Wars, why I love it so much is the Jedi. Yeah. I love the whole idea of Jedis, lightsabers, the Force. And, like, in the original trilogy, you don't get a whole lot of that. No. It, I mean, it get, just feels more yeah, like a space Luke, battle. Yeah, it's kind of... Vader, yeah, it's just a selective few. Yeah, it, it just feels a lot more like a Star Trek kind of thing. Like, a, there's, like, this battle in space with, like, these lasers and all sorts of stuff. And so that's why I really like the original... Tri- or, not the original, but, like, the prequel trilogy so much. is because it focused a lot on the Jedi. And it was so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And there was and like, I, tons of them. And I feel like... Um, this latest trilogy, especially in the Rise of Skywalker, it finally got back into the Jedi. Like yes. even in the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, I still kind of had that feeling. Like it just just feels like, um, kind of like a Star Trek thing. Like there's this battle in space. There's these gunships, these lasers. But I didn't feel like there was a whole as much emphasis as I would have liked. And so I feel like The Rise of Skywalker finally brought that back. It felt like I was watching Star Wars 3 Revenge of the Sith. Because I absolutely love that movie oh, so much. Revenge of the Sith. Phenomenal. Like, hate all you want, like, people who like the original trilogy. But I thoroughly, thoroughly love Star Wars 3 Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, it has its cheesy moments and whatever, but you can't, like argue against the awesome one-on-one fight scene against Anakin and Obi-Wan Kenobi at the end. Duel of the Fates like, going is just like... The oh. charged in there. It's like Do you know how many times... Family fighting, you're just like torn apart. You like want both to win. You're like, no, Anakin, why? So, oh. My younger brother, side story, we always had lightsabers growing up, and I always had Obi-Wan's lightsaber, and he always had Anakin. So when that movie came out, I cannot <laughs> tell you how many times, like scene by scene perfectly, we reenacted that that fight in our backyard. Like even the moment when their hands fly together and they fly across. Like, per- we had it. Like we knew when the next thing was coming, and it was it was so fun. I love. So so maybe this is a good time to get kind of into our ranking of the Star Wars movies. We're not going to do – we'll save this for later when we actually go to binging the Star Wars movies, but just kind of like a loose ranking – for simply only the rise of Skylark, or like, where would we put it in the ranking of 
Should we do the nine movies or should we do all 11, including Solo and Rogue One? I think we should include those two because I, I really like them. Okay, so where loosely would it fit for you guys in the ranking of all 11 of those movies? Do we want to like have each of us just go through and name it? Or do we want to well, I don't know because I don't know where all mine fit. Let's, let's go with, let's go with where, we, where we would put The Rise of Skywalker and what our, our favorite one is and what our least favorite one is. Okay, yeah, let's do that. So number one, number 11, 11 and then where Rise of Skywalker would be. Okay. Someone want to go before me? I'm still thinking. Yeah, you suggest that I'll first. go first. <laughs> you guys, you guys think about it. Uh, number one, it's really hard. As a kid, I'll say that the Attack of the Clones was my favorite. <laughs> no, I totally agree with you. But man, I rewatched that the other day, and I was like, "All right, I'm done." Like halfway through, I was like, "This is so cringy." Like I know the story. I'm just gonna fast forward to the fight scenes. Like I don't, I don't need this drama. Oh. Here's the thing: as a kid, I didn't remember the, the like really. Cheesy. Just remember the clones coming in with their gunships and around and around the survivors of perimeter created it's like, <laughs> the clones like. And then the Jedi just rushing toward the dro- like the droids. The droids, you know, it's just epic. Oh yeah, so that was my favorite as a kid. As I've so my wife and I watched rewatched the movies all the way until you know when we watched number number nine, nine right? Skywalker. Revenge of the Sith is number one. Revenge of the Sith, okay. It's just complete. It just wraps the whole all in a nice little bow and just like epic. I love it. Come. Well, weren't you going to name your last? Well, I was thinking go around just as our favorite and then our least favorite. Right. So mine's, mine, mine is Revenge so of the Sith. Hard. This is very difficult. But I will say this. Empire Strikes Back is a second because it just the reveal in that movie is ridiculous, as you all know. So, this is very close for me, but I I also have to go with Revenge of the Sith, and that could just be like my childhood memory coming in, kind of like what Harrison said on just how it's just we grew up with that. Like, yeah, that was our so Star Wars five, and so like you know I'm eight years old. And Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith comes out. General Grievous. I remember I had this little action figure at General oh, Grievous, and like I could separate his arms, so he has like the four arms, and he had like four lightsabers. Other than that, like his legs wouldn't move. Yeah. Like the only <laughs> thing that would move are like his arms to separate. But I loved that thing. Like I played with that so much. I even got like a, you know, those Tie Fighters in Revenge of the Sith. Not the Tie Fighters, the Jedi ships. That Anakin only one and a half. I got one of those, but it was like Mace Windu's, so it was like purple and it was big. Oh yeah, I had one of those. I could like pop open the wings and it had like the guns Mm -hmm. and stuff. I I don't know where that went. Shoot the little darts. Yeah, and like I just that was my childhood. Like the toys I got, you know, like getting like those plastic ten dollar lightsabers. Yes, I remember jumping on a tramp and like playing with those. (laughs) Like and so I think Revenge of the Sith all tied in with you know my childhood, but also like. It's such a great movie. I just love the emphasis on the Jedi and how, like, critical they are to, like, the galaxy and just, like, the peace or war or, like, the government. And I just thought it's really – it got – I was so emotionally invested, like, watching. Like, even now as I watch it, it's like, no, Anakin, like, don't do that, you idiot. Oh, my heart breaks every time. I can't tell you how many times I've watched Revenge of the the Sith and I – just somehow expect Anakin to figure it out. Oh wait, this is time. It's like Anakin. If you do, <laughs> That's okay, last time you it. messed up, and if you do it this way this time, you'll be good. Yeah, and like, <laughs> a lot of movies, like 
uh, for example, like Infinity War, every time I rewatch the movie, it's like, I already know what's happening. Like, there's not really the excitement of watching it. But every time Revenge of This, it's Sith. It still has such an emotional grip on me. I'm like, come on, Anakin, figure it out. Or like Order 66. Every oh, time that comes, geez. the whole movie, I know it's coming. Oh. But I'm hoping that somehow, even though the hundred times before it's been the same, that somehow it will turn out differently. But every time so they die, it's just like, sad. no! Because so like, the one, like all the, where it, the point where it, it just cuts scenes of every Jedi being taken out. I just, I just, I just have these like scenes that come, go through my head of like, hey, if he just like jumps off that bridge, he can save his life. If he just like, just runs away. Runs away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and so I, that movie just, uh, the emotional grip that it has on me just makes me enjoy it so much. And even though it's like hard to watch, but like at certain parts, but it, it's just incredible. So that, that, that's that will remain as my number one. So Revenge of the Sith. All right. Well, I'm not as decisive as you two. I have a very, very hard time picking between. I have three movies that could all be my number one, and I. But I wouldn't say that they're my top three. They're all my number one, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it's way different than my top three because I know what my number two is. My number two is um, Return of the Jedi, but my the the three they're not my top three. They're all number one. I can't decide, and it's Rogue One, Revenge of the Sith. And now Rise of Skywalker. Those three, like depending on my mood, I'm not sure which one is pulling ahead a little bit. But right now, all three of them are evenly tied for number one. Not not one, two, and three, but they're all number one. <laughs> uh, yeah, so those would be my top. If I had to pick one, it changes on my mood as of right now. It's probably Rogue One, just because I I love Rogue One. I get so such a good movie. But we're not talking about Rogue One. We're talking about Rise of Skywalker, which is also up there, numero uno. Uh, Okay. So loop back around. Where would we? What is our bottom? Wait, what's our bottom? I would say, um, A New Hope is the bottom. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. No way. That's better than Attack of the Clones. No. <laughs> oh wait. Are we? Wait. Should we do the twelfth movie? Include the Clone Wars movie, the animated one. Not oh, the, the animated movie. movie. Oh, I don't know. Leave it out. I, the reason why it's a new hope, why why I new hope is at the bottom. Hear me out. <laughs> I watched the prequels recently, and I, to me, the prequels just is a story about Palpatine and how he his whole plan came together to th- overthrow the Jedi, and I'm just like amazed by that. I ignored all the fancy smancy little weird scene on Naboo with Padme and. Freaking weirdo, and it's anything. rough and coarse and gets everywhere. <laughs> like, what are you saying, dude? But like, it's I don't know. A new hope. I don't find. I don't find any connection to it. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm to, to the reason with Cade, it does feel boring. Like it feels like a like just, part. Of, I mean, from the beginning, you're just like, oh my. Because like, the problem yeah. is, I watched A New Hope after I watched like the prequel trilogy. Yeah, I was like, we the prequels, wow, those, nothing those is happening. First movies, and then watch A New Hope, and it's like, what the heck is this? That is very slow compared to the others. Yeah, and that's probably why I feel like. So is that your bottom of New Hope? No. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. At the bottom for me, I've only seen half of Solo, but I've heard a lot of people don't like that. I thought it was a cool movie. Yeah, I liked Solo. It was an orange movie, so I liked it. But oh yeah, your orange story. Yeah, dude, my orange movies, I love them. <laughs> but uh, I would have to say Attack of the Clones, just for the crap that Anakin pulls. <laughs> oh. It's like 
Sometimes, like, Anakin has the stupidest dialogue I've ever heard. Like, I know this, I I know this isn't from, like, all of them. (laughs) I know this isn't from Attack of the Clones. It's actually from the Revenge of the Sith, but, like, they just make me laugh so hard. Like, there's this scene when he's facing Count Dooku, and, like, he walks up, and he's like, my powers have doubled since we last met, Count. Like, that sounds like something a three-year-old would say. Like, in all honesty, he's just like, what the heck are you talking about, dude? Powers have doubled since we last met, Count. And then Count Dooku's response is like, I'm twice the pride, double the fall. I wonder if between the three of us, if we could quote that, like, line for line. Dude, I could quote the whole moose to far battle between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Please, Sith Lord. You brought him here to kill me! <laughs> you turned her against me! You have done that yourself! <laughs> if you're not with me, you're my enemy. <laughs> oh, okay, anyway. We'll try. I will do what I must. Okay. Um, my bottom of the list, easily. Let attack at the clones. Okay, I will say, it is... It is... But the bottom of the list in Star Wars is actually not that far from me. Because even the Attack of the Clones, I feel so much nostalgia and love for that I will still enjoy it. I, I own it. I've watched it multiple times. I love it. The banter between Obi-Wan and, and Anakin is pretty cool. Yeah, Obi-Wan and Anakin in it are a ton of fun. The Jedi-ness of it is fun. The clones, of course, are sweet. Yeah. Um, the space battles are fun. But like, whenever it gets to the scene with Pan Man and Anakin, it's like, all right, Someone, like, burn it, turn it off. Like, someone tell this dude how to control his hormones. And it's, I I know that the story was kind of rushed, and I do not blame it on Hayden Christensen. I think Hayden Christensen actually is a phenomenal actor. I think George Lucas just wrote such horrible lines for this kid to be such a whiny, hormonal Jedi. And, and, and Hayden Christensen portrayed it perfectly to the point where it's so cringy. Like he's such so good as an actor that it's so cringy because those were the lines that we given. But anyway, oh, like the scene where he's he's in Naboo and he's talking about sand when they're flirting when he's in the room with her and she's wearing like the most revealing dress in the world and he's like it burns inside me like it's like what are you saying, dude? Like you just went from like a trained Jedi to just like not I feel nothing but my hormones right now like. <laughs> Here, oh, here's my defense, defense with the Attack of the Clones. Oh, here's my defense. This is the reason why it's not at, it's not last. The fight scene between Count Dooku and Yoda. Oh, that scene cool. in itself brings it away from oh, last there, place. There's great moments in that movie. That I, I love many parts of that movie, but the, the watch as a whole, I struggle to watch it because I fast forward through the moments. I'm like, I know what happens. I know what he says. I know what it leads to. He falls in love, and then they have children. I don't need to hear this. <laughs> So, guys, we're at, like, half an hour. We still haven't even, like, d- dived into the Force or Rise of Skywalker. Oh, geez, we really yeah. like Star Wars, don't we? Okay, so yeah. where would we put Rise of Skywalker? I would personally put it, like I already said, at the top. Mine is number two, very close to Revenge of the Sith. Okay, me, it's going to be something around, like, number four, number three. But not the top, but it's up there. All right. Well, thanks for everyone. If you have not seen the movie listening to our spoiler wall we're gonna drop it now we're gonna reveal everything about the movie so if you don't want to pause just stop listening this is your warning. but thanks for listening to the beginning um go enjoy the movie we had a ton of fun it is i will say this last thing it is a movie that you, as soon as it starts it starts going light speed and it does not slow down for the whole movie and it is just a blast the whole time there's not there's never a moment where i'm like i'm having the time of my life the whole movie i'm just 
I can't wipe the wipe the dumb grim off my face. Not just a specific scene, but the whole movie. It was it was yeah. a ton of fun. So, of it. May the force be with you. Yeah. May the force be with you. <laughs>